big questions. No answers. See these questions I got on my mind. I'm asking them all the time. Time like traveling through the universe. I'm scrambling these black holes. How does time flow? If I dropped in one, where would I go when I come out? A hundred years old. Big questions, no answers though. What happens when we dream? Is this world all it seems? I think, therefore I am. All I know is my name is Sam. On the road, child to a man. Do I need a plan? All these questions and more. That's what's in store. Do you want to give a little intro about yourself to the world, Valentine? To let the people know who you are? Uh, let me see. I'm a black male. <laughs> 22 years i come from uganda and currently i'm in vancouver to study here engineering yeah but after some time i found out that i'm much interested in philosophy mm. and financial markets and psychology so yeah i spend my free time doing those things and yeah. also like outdoor activities like hiking stuff like that awesome yeah yeah and i we met each other first year of university you were andrew's Suter's uh, roommate. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really fun, yeah. actually. Awesome. Um, okay, so we're going to get into it. My <coughs> big question for you, Valentine, it's something that I've had a few conversations with my friends recently on and um, have found that I get a lot of different answers depending on who I'm talking to. So for you, feel free to take as long or as short as you want to answer. What is human nature or does human nature exist? And if it does exist, what is human nature? Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a huge answer. I actually <laughs> felt my heart drop. <laughs> <laughs> no, just. Yeah, because I feel like lots of people live their whole life, just they don't even know what mm. they're doing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so what is human nature? That is a question that I've been asking myself for a very long time. Mm. So why do we exist? Oh, why do we suffer? Oh, if we suffer, then also why are we able to have fun at the same time? Mm. Then why are we here? Uh, <coughs> I mean, I've been confused for a very long time, but <laughs> I feel like uh, three years ago, I finally started coming to the... I mean, what I feel like is uh, something I can live by. Because hmm. for me, I believe that everybody should do what they feel is right for them. Right. Yeah. So personally, uh, I feel like human nature, I feel like uh, we are all the same thing. Mm. So we all stem from the same, we have the same bodies, very similar minds right although we may have like some people may be better at some things than others but yeah in essence we are like pretty much the same like cars totally. we're like different types of cars if that makes sense absolutely yeah uh <coughs> and i think i think human nature is driven to evolve itself mm. and that's why i feel like people naturally have constructive forces mm. like the way you're doing this podcast you're trying to reach out to other people and then those people, I mean, it, so, it sounds, it looks like it's a very small thing. But for example, when I met you guys in first year, 
right? Uh, you guys were the first people who I like met at UBC, mm. and I actually felt so comfortable with you guys. And then that made me feel comfortable it being in Canada, and that made me be able to do like my other stuff, like engineering, mm. or I would be also looking out to make more friends. And then, so you can see that I think it's called the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. So you guys didn't even know what you're doing. You probably were just having fun, but then right. you make someone else feel comfortable. They make someone else feel comfortable. And those people are also doing like their purposes in life, mm. right? Or maybe they're not, but they just you just make them feel better. So it's a butterfly effect. So I call those constructive forces. Mm. I also feel like human nature since it's driven to evolve, we have different purposes and we choose those purposes or we are drawn to them due to, I feel maybe because of our past experiences Mm -hmm. or maybe our abilities, Mm, but we are all driven to, to do the same thing, to make human nature better. That's Mm. what I believe. So I always believe that I have a duty to do it better. Like if those like people who, let me say, take out the trash, those people who like handle the trash right right the the garbage man the yeah, garbage man those sometimes people feel like oh the garbage guy may not be as important mm. right or maybe they actually may not be important in the social hierarchy as you may think but if you look at the in the bigger picture i feel like everybody is very important because if mm-hmm. the garbage man did not take out the trash and then everybody's house was smelling like shit right right <laughs> Then you would be in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you'd be like mad at everybody. And if you're mad and sad, then you cannot do the podcast. Mm. You cannot do your work. So we're all holding each other back. Mm. If that makes That's I why like I feel that. like you should always treat everybody else cuz you don't even know what that guy may be doing, right? Mm. So that's just like a small example. The person who gives you coffee in the morning, they're making your day better, mm-hmm. right? So if they give you a bad coffee, then maybe you may not be in a good mood and then you won't say hi to that person who's going to give you yeah. the next job. Lata, let me just jump in just because yeah. it's relevant. I yeah. just went to grab a coffee from like a coffee shop right over there <coughs> um, on Dunbar and I like I got a large, just normal black coffee or whatever. And the guy finishes pouring it and he's like, oh, uh, we don't have enough coffee for um, to fill up the large size. I was like, I was uh, fully ready to be like, oh, don't worry, that's fine. Like, I'll take it. And he's like, would you like a complimentary cookie <laughs> to make up for it? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and like, dude, that crazy, like, not that I woke up in a bad mood, but just that little thing, it put me in like such a good place. And it, it was wild because it's like, what did he, he really, what did he give me? Like a cookie that was worth $2, but he gave me a feeling that was worth, like, can't put a, that like you can't put a price on, you know? He started out my morning well. <laughs> I just wanted to like, yeah, jump in and say like, yeah, you never know your impact, right? You, it's kind of the beautiful thing about like having friends or just living in a society, right? It's just, you don't know how much or how much a little thing can mean. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. That was a fantastic answer. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't finish. The oh, keep answer. going. Keep going. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it could go on for hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, keep going. I'll I'll jump in if I have something to say, but okay, you're yeah. on a roll. Let me know if. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you know. I'll tell you what I think, think. about human nature. Yeah. And then 
we can go back to like, yeah I'll, i think that song's good okay um i i really like that idea of uh the constructive forces that's that's i never heard it put like that but that's it's something like a word for something that i know exists as well um and yeah when i think of like human nature i try to think of a human stripped away of everything we have right like computers cars uh just a raw like what are we at our core a raw person um and then i come back to sort of like well like we're animals so what do animals do we survive and we reproduce that's true but then it's because now we're living in the society where we're at least in a fortunate enough position to kind of have removed that need to survive right like we have a, a, home, a roof over our head we have the ability to go to the shop to buy food and so now we have to channel that energy into something right and i think that's where those constructive forces kind of come into play do you do you feel like there's like a is that is that like the innate drive towards the constructive forces is just like the survival instinct that has to get kind of redirected you think or do you think it comes from somewhere else oh so okay i mean i understand what you're saying mm. uh I, I i'm not able to come to a concrete conclusion because mm. it's a new train of thought mm-hmm. but i feel like it makes so much sense because mm. now we have all these energies that we can that they're not being used for survival anymore so what shall we use them for right right it's like yeah there's a there's a quote um from somebody who says like all of humanity's problems stem from stem from our inability to sit in a room by ourselves you know that like it, yeah it's <laughs> it's impossible unless you're you try really really hard and become a monk and you know it's so difficult to just sit and do nothing as a person right like and i think that's because we have this this energy like you're saying this constructive force that's rooted in that in that survival instinct and there's no way to there's no it's way just, to escape it's just us it's yeah. our nature yeah 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 i feel like it could we could use it for good or bad that totally. is true yeah absolutely yeah. and it's it's one of the coolest things as well about being a person is is like you're saying <coughs> interacting with each other so we can kind of like push that constructive force onward you know whether like I'm doing a podcast, you're reading stoicism or like having cool thoughts and like creating and animating or whatever you're doing. Like we're, yeah. we're trying to enter into something where we're like pushing each other forward, at this, you know, while that, interacting with each other. Like, Yeah, that is very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any, any other response or if you want to go back to you, like talking about your kind of belief on human nature, just uh okay open uh, up the dialogue i feel like that i feel like uh i don't know if you came up on i can't i don't know if you came to this conclusion on your, on your own mm. but if you did then i'd like to say that nietzsche also came to the same answer that you said so mm. it's, <laughs> it's yeah. really interesting oh i definitely didn't come up a bit like uh, the more i'm realizing is the more we were talking about mushrooms earlier. Yeah, yeah. One of the biggest, like, realizations, and it was so simple. Like, on those 
psychedelics, it seems like like the most simplest things have the biggest impacts on you. It might be a lesson you've heard a hundred times, but for whatever reason, because you're in that such raw state, it means so much more and it like has this impact. But I remember thinking how like humans just keep building on top of each other. You know, it's like whatever we, we stand on the shoulders of the people that come before us, but it really felt like I literally would not be here unless there were, unless there were all other people that came before me. We're like this in this crazy branching chain or network. That's like, and so from that, I'm like, I don't know if I can have any original thoughts. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, you I know, mean, yeah, you're 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 right. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I, they are original because uh, I was talking to this old woman. She's actually doing a PhD in how uh, philosophy can just be put in normal studies, hmm, right? Cool. And. Uh, it's so funny that I don't know if you ever realize this when you're in psychedelics, but all the things you see in books, your brain could come up with the same answers. Mm. I don't know if you, ca- I don't know if you've ever come to that mm. realization. You're like, wow, I thought about this. <laughs> Are we just all the same? <laughs> you should get what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So it is an original thought. Mm. I, f- I feel like since we share the same, but sometimes it's hard to access. Right. Yeah. Some people are just at a better energy level, a mm. vibration, I call it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I d- or maybe it's like the <coughs> like the essence of the ideas is kind of like the same, but like how I'm how I'm distilling it, like how I'm filtering it. Like maybe some, you know, someone in Greece had the same idea or someone in Mali had the same idea like thousands of years ago. But, like, it's come to me now. Like, our brains didn't operate that differently from people who lived even 10,000 years ago, right? So, like, who knows the (laughs) amount of, like, like weird philosophical stuff that's kind of just kind of trapped in there. And then when we have the ability to kind of, again, not fend for survival and then have this time to just think, (laughs) right? Oh, yeah. That's when we kind of really can explore those abstract ideas of like okay what is existence i think yeah now that uh i don't know why but now i've understood what you said about the survival stuff Mm. i think it's actually very very correct Mm. because when you said time for some reason then all of a sudden it just clicked in Mm. my head so yeah if you're not i mean in the forest looking for food then (laughs) right exactly yeah yeah you have all this energy which you can start to use to understand yourself and your surroundings yeah so i feel like that is actually a fact should i say I, I also think like yeah let me know your thoughts on that like i i feel like a lot of there seems to be a lot of like psychic pain right now as well like anxiety depression not just because of the pandemic but like just anxiety and depression in general have been going up and up and up and i also <laughs> feel like that has to do with our like we're just bombarded with all of this information and then we've removed that survival instinct where we could kind of like force all of our energy out onto, you know, like, uh, it's, yeah, it's hard to worry about like whatever you're worrying about money or, uh, your loved ones when you're 
forced in a survival state you know like no, yeah. everything goes out the window and because we, we don't access that state anymore i think our our brains latch on to other things to try to give us that like ultimate focus and oh, that's, that's like comfort feeling yeah, yeah exactly and then but that that leads to that anxiety and rumination and and depression as well like i yeah it's so it's a hard spot it's a, to it's be a, yeah. you know it's as a, a cycle yeah yeah it, yeah it's really like finding balance right it's the most cliche thing we we always <laughs> talk about but like yeah it, it's, it really, it's very essential yeah it's, i mean yeah what you said actually is part of what i was going to say you're already answering mm. my question for me maybe it goes back to all us <laughs> yeah <laughs> being connected in some way yeah so we all know what's up that's what I think. I do think that. I think like, I mean, there, there's this idea um, in psychology where there's this like collective conscious. Consciousness. Yeah. And I do, I do kind of ascribe to that. Like, because like you say, we are, our physical forms don't vary that much, right? No. Like, you know, maybe like, yeah, our proportions change, our colors change, but like what's there doesn't no it's really it's no different yeah yeah because uh going back to that then if that's the case then you start to understand that some emotions are really just a waste of time mm. like being shy for example some mm. be like why would i be shy that person is me why would i be shy of ah. like it doesn't make sense because sometimes i walked down the street and i'm smiling at people and i'm saying hi yeah some of them I, I think of it as shyness. Maybe they're actually just offended. But <laughs> they don't look... Some of them actually look back and say hi, but then others are just like... Just looking away. They're huh. like, don't talk to me. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you find like... I, I, I've like traveled a f to a few places and I've found that like... Out of everywhere I've been, the Western countries are the most... Like... You encounter the like people that are shy or are like who don't say hello back you can encounter them the most in the west like in canada or in the u.s do you, do you feel the same or maybe i'm just have a biased um like yeah. interactions but when i've been in other places like it just feels like they're more like community oriented and like literally everybody says hello to you in the street or like uh like have a good meal or you know whatever it is like I don't know. Do you, yeah. Do you feel the same way? Like, uh, yeah, I here? feel here. It's like more solitary. Yeah. While other places like more community. Mm. So I feel like it has its advantages and disadvantages because yeah. if they're alone, then they can like work much more, mm -hmm. like earn more money. Mm. Like, uh, there's something which they will be better for themselves. They have, they, have, they have more time to think since they're alone. They're not like have family gathering, but at the same time, they also, miss out a lot yeah so it's miss out on so much like yeah man i i think about the people I, who like especially through this pandemic i think there's a lot of people that have just <laughs> shut themselves off yeah never to be seen again yeah and like how are they gonna <clears throat> even when this does all clear out like that that's gotta leave it like a not lasting impact on you like yeah it's gonna have an impact for a long time a long time make a handshake nowadays i feel weird right <laughs> i know i know yeah <laughs> it, it, you have to like 
okay, you kind of have to feel out, you yeah. know, it's like, okay, is this person okay with like an elbow or like a fist bump or like, uh, can I hug them? No, probably not. Okay. It's like, uh, it, it's, it's so interesting. I just, um, there's like this phenomenon in, in Japan. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm probably going to butcher the name of it, but so I'm not going to try and pronounce it. But basically it's like the Japanese word for like shut in. And it's like a large percentage, especially of like our age kids that are just completely socially isolating themselves. Like before the pandemic and everything, they would just become like this weird kind of recluse and just shut themselves off from society. And like, that's so weird because like, is that just like, is it just in a manifestation of like extreme social anxiety? And if it is like, wh- where does that come from? Cause like you said, like we should be, we should be interacting like you're me living another life and I'm you living another life. And it's, we built, but it's like, we build up so much in our head. Right. Yeah. Like maybe all those people just need some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yeah, they, everybody should have like <laughs> at least two grumps at <laughs> some point in their life. Honestly, I by the so. way, you are saying why are they illegal? Uh, I'm just going to take like one minute on this. Yeah, the only yeah. reason they're illegal is because the government, so they were being used before, by the way, mm. by Asian societies. Mm. And that's why they, that's how they got to, because when you do mushrooms, what happens is that the center of your brain, which thinks about itself, is there's very low activity there. Mm. Then also MRI scans were done, and then it looks like the brain is more connected. So it has easier path mm-hmm. for the data to flow. So you're able mm. to think at a higher rate. Anyway, so it was being used before, but then the US government started carrying out experiments on minorities trying to see what, what was happening on these drugs. And then uh, they didn't have the technology at that time. So they thought that people were running mud, mm. right? Right. This is how also the hippie thing also started. Pe- they thought people were like running mud. They're like, what's happening to these people? And then after doing some tests, they found out that these binds were not making these drugs. That they're, they're calling them drugs. were not making people mud. Their minds were expanding. Mm. And then they decided not to give to fund that sector anymore. Because basically, if you think of science, science is just, uh, science grows where there's political interest. So the political interest there was actually fully removed. And then since they didn't come to a conclusion, uh, then they say that it will be illegal. And that's how, then they made sure that also they spread a bad name about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's how it became illegal to be used. But if you're to look back ancient, you can find so many tribes and not just in one continent, all over the world. They, had, they used them as like part of their tribal stuff. So anyway, that's how it became illegal. But mm. it's now people have been like fighting for it to come back now. And then it's legalized yeah. again. You know, like <coughs> it's it scares me though that it's like, why wouldn't, I mean, I, I think I can think of answers, but why wouldn't the government want you to expand your mind? Like, what I can think of is they don't want you to access this. They want you to be solely focused on yourself. They want you to be pursuing the, the like, kind of 
quote unquote like rat race they want you to like be providing for the economy and you know getting your life together in like their terms you know like uh paying taxes and yeah what do you think about that like what like why wouldn't the government want people to be doing this this kind of stuff uh the thing is that i'm not so educated about the political world mm. but from what i came to understand is that uh if a society i mean the government or tyranny is literally just made up of the oppressor and the p- people who are oppressed mm-hmm. so if you make yourself free and the government actually does not exist anymore because you have no power mm. they lack the you so you are the government so if you remove yourself then the what do they have power not, over yeah they don't have uh. anything to have power over because you have removed yourself so they need you so they make it look like you need them so they put you in that place where you don't have time to think for yourself and that's how basically we're all in a rat race that's why mm. i feel like it's important for everybody to to know themselves and to exclude themselves from let me say the world in a particular way so that they can think about the things they actually want mm. and then the things they don't want. because i feel like 95 percent of the world doesn't even think they're just going in the masses mm. right yeah right yeah so that's how so you have to make sure that you make yourself free but also i do not blame people who are not free because it is very hard to be free because the only reason why i came up to this findings or even started reading was because maybe i was lucky enough to like have a job and have a place to live comfortably now i can i'm left with more time to like explore right some people are like uh placed in let me say like the ghettos let Mm -hmm. me say scientists found out that below a certain income level it would be virtually impossible for you to climb even up to the middle class so those people are trapped forever fuck so there is literally almost no way for them to jump up yeah so and then since they're already stressed they don't have time to even be educated so they will fall into drugs and stuff yeah so yeah you know the u.s government also used to sell opium to china yeah i know i don't know i didn't know sorry it was the british British. yeah Yeah. yeah. so yeah yeah so they know like they know what they're doing so it's just like up to the people Mm. to free themselves but then freeing yourself is also like even if you had the time it's a hard thing to do yeah so it's uh do you believe like do you think that if everybody was given the ability somehow we did raise everyone up to that level uh that we find ourselves in like everybody has that ability to set themselves free like can can it be yeah is it open to everybody i mean the uh, i mean you can if you want Mm. but first of all people first of all they do not even know they're trapped in the first place Mm. because the thing is that if you look at human psychology uh people will only change if the the living conditions become unbearable Mm. so until people reach a psychological breaking point normally they're like i think i can wait it out for now right yeah so they're like wow yeah i mean you can you can look like around the world or like your friends for instance no one is going to go to the gym if they just added like 10 pounds they're like i'm good right until it becomes extreme will they start 
until they like lose all their money will they be like oh shit now i need to budget yeah it's very hard to change your path and your ideas when you haven't hit rock bottom yeah that is like would you say that's also a part of human nature is like not responding until it's like a dire existential threat right yeah like, i would uh, yeah that's interesting yeah so it's very i also i mean you can see it in other people so i also have to think of myself so you can get people call it being comfortable mm. so yeah unless you're at a breaking point most times you don't know so you could just live your whole life in that comfortable state but then there are better things mm-hmm. right it's not like where your eyes but it could actually be great right you could be like earning let me say a hundred thousand a year Mm -hmm. but you did not you don't not you do not know that if you worked two days a week you could even earn a million dollars in Mm -hmm. a year Mm -hmm. but since that knowledge is not available to you like man a hundred grand per year for 60 hours a week i think i'm doing i'm doing pretty well yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's fascinating i like that a lot like i i always used to think like Oh, here's another question. Yeah. Um. If if you could sort of change, so like I like to think about the future a lot, um, because it's gonna be really weird, and I feel like uh the forefront is gonna be, not not maybe in a hundred years, not maybe in like three hundred years, but eventually, we'll we're gonna start to like augment ourselves, right? Like, I I believe. I mean, maybe this opens up a whole nother conversation because you're more, you're in engineering and you're kind of in the, that, I don't know. You probably know more about this kind of direction of technology than I do, but where I see it going is just like, like more and more integration with technology. Like it seems like, you know, we're all like fucking connected by this thing. We're just zoned (laughs) in on it, you know? And like, is this going to be an external device forever or is it going to become glasses or is it going to become contact lenses or just a chip that we have in our brain? But I like to think like we'll probably start to modify ourselves pretty soon in the relative grand scheme of the universe soon. Um, and if I could do like, if I could make like one adjustment to humans or maybe I could do two, but like one major adjustment would be to sort of wait long-term goals like the same as we wait short-term goals because like you're saying like a long-term threat we don't even think about it we're like climate change uh, it's gonna happen in like 200 (laughs) years like it's like yeah it's gonna happen well sort of it's gonna happen in 200 years but do you really want to get it to the point where we can't you know do anything about it but because that's we're always responding to immediate threats right like if i'm pinching I'm pinching you. You're immediately going to be like, ah, oh, fuck you. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> but because it's not like I'm going to pinch you in a hundred years, you just don't even, you're not yeah, going yeah, like... to worry about it. <laughs> so yeah, if I could kind of like change the whatever, change the human brain in that way, I think I would think that would be one of the major things I would do. Really? Yeah. And yeah, maybe tone down cool. our like <laughs> tribalism a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Just like the, the, Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about the future? Do you like to think about the future of humanity or does it scare you or what do you think about it? Like, uh, are we I mean, going to destroy ourselves? <laughs> or I don't think we're going to... I don't know if we're about... I do not know if we're going to destroy ourselves. Mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of nature, I was reading this book and it just 
basically pointed out that uh, we are actually evolving. Like we may th- like climate change is getting worse, yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you t- look at the bigger picture, we are now using like more electrical energy than we've ever used. Like we may be using more solar than we've ever used, mm-hmm. right? So we are actually also, although we we may be like quote unquote fucking it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could also like actually we are still also like trying to get better. Mm. So yeah, you're right about us spoiling the world and we should change it. Mm. But at the same time we are actually also yeah, like actually getting better. Mm. And uh if I could change anything mm. about human nature. Mm. Uh so this past month I I like to read a book maybe every two weeks, one book per two weeks. Wow, really? Yeah. Holy cow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really like it's really life changing. <laughs> but now I literally I found this book which took me almost a whole month to finish and this has never happened. <laughs> this was a wow. very difficult book to read because every page you read is like it's a pinch in your soul. Wow. Yeah. So the book is called Neurosis and Human Growth. Neuro here, I'm gonna write it down. Neurosis and Human Growth. Yeah. And uh if you're reading it, you're probably going to have goosebumps as you read it. Anyway, so it talks about human development. It was written by a woman in like about 1950. Mm. So she died, but she was a psychoanalyst. Ana- mm-hmm. So she broke down literally everything that's happening in the human brain and how we get fucked up. So when we are growing, so basically the human development and why it's hard for why we have to keep working on ourselves is because when we are growing up, we grew up in a family which is not perfect, right? The world is not perfect. So we have three options as humans. The first option is to move towards humans. Mm. The second option is to move away from them. So that's before mm. like distancing themselves. And the third then the other one is just like just to just tolerate them and mm. stuff. Wow. But you're not like away or very close. So you're just like in between. Mm. So anyway, so those three neurotic disturbances we find solutions for them as children as babies mm. right and i know people might think babies don't think but just a short quote is it when hitler was attacking the jews and the moms were sad the babies were crying all the time mm. the babies did not know but they could just feel the stress in right. the mothers yeah so something like that so anyway huh. so we develop and so we, we we're supposed to be balanced but we grow through it towards one or another. So let me say people who grow like away from others. I, I don't know if you've seen people who are like, they're very goal oriented. So instead of becoming self, so they create this ideal image. Mm. They'd be like, oh, some should be honest. Like there's right. this some that's very successful. Mm. He's the biggest person in the world. He's bigger than everybody else. And then, so they create an ideal image, mm. right? Because that ideal image would solve the problems that they have in that world at that time. Mm. And then they start to try to live toward that ideal image. Mm. So there are three ways in which they can live. The first one is people like, let me say Steve Jobs, they'll become very driven, like Michael Jordan, because uh, they're trying to achieve that idealized self, but they're not, so they live out other aspects of their life. I'm just going to run it down in mm-hmm. like summary. Then another aspect is they run towards people. This one is very common. You see people are like very clingy. 
they mm. lack confidence uh shy people also like in this category mm. so they do not feel themselves enough as humans mm. so they they look to other people to they want to lose themselves in other people right because since there's this ideal self and the real self then that's how self-hate comes about in every human mm. because the human hates himself for not being the ideal self yeah so he tramples down his real self and that's how s- and that's uh and then there is pride in being the ideal self so this the pride people call it ego so that's what basically drives so many people like let me say 99% of the world mm-hmm. even i had like oh, yeah. i was reading about these problems so yeah so there is morbid dependency people who d- are dependent on others so they want to fall in love and always like have a relationship or be with people all the time because they're like if i'm with them then i lose myself and then wow. all the problems in the world are gone then i don't have to do anything yeah so they feel like i can now i need to find others that will solve that issue like uh but then the first group for them they thought that if they become this very huge self that's better than everybody else then that's how the world would be best for them mm. then the third group normally happens between older people because you can shift as you grow older right they are resigned from life now these ones they feel like life should be easy and they shouldn't do anything but they don't feel it consciously it's subconscious so they literally just give up mm. they just give up on life and then they're not driven anymore wow and this self-hate comes in forms in which you cannot see so it's very tricky because let me say if you're shy and you're scared to talk to people that is the ego trying to protect itself because it doesn't want to be not to be accepted because remember your ideal self says oh i should be accepted by everyone right. so it's not going to risk not being accepted that's why so you consciously become shy does mm. that make sense yeah so it's trying to protect itself so it's a protective measure so it will procrastinate also these are like some problems which happen so it can also like procrastinate because uh so this is another form of self-hate uh you may be very expectant of others hmm. because when you have this ideal self uh it has contradictory things which you don't really quite see so you may have so it has needs that ideal self has needs and those needs turn into rules for you so you may need other people to always understand you and wow. if they do not you get mad at them but it's so that's a claim in you but It's not really true. No one is really supposed to understand you fully in life. So some people feel like let me give an example. Some people feel like you should be able to understand them without them telling you anything. Yeah. So that is like a neurotic claim because their idealized self is like everybody should be able to understand me without me doing anything. So that's not like true, right? So yeah, I was I feel like everybody needs to like wow. find some form of this book and Read try that to, book. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a crazy and book. And then yeah, find out all your shoulds. And then those mm. are the, those, that's what makes you angry in life. Mm. So anything that makes you angry probably has like shoulds. Right. Like you may expect other people to do some certain things for you. Yeah. Or you expect life to be easy and if you shouldn't do anything, so you procrastinate because and those people feel like if the goals they have didn't hasn't come, it's not because they didn't put in the work 
but it's because they didn't wish hard enough. They didn't right. wish enough. So if they wished harder, then the thing would come without them doing anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I cannot encompass the whole human nature right now, but it's really... That's I saw how it all came about. Yeah. And they're all interconnected. And then there is... So it just lays like the foundation because everybody has very different quirks in their right. life. Yeah, and it sounds sad, but at a good time is that we all have constructive forces. So the real self always wants to become constructive, mm. to do the work, right, and come out and be expressed. Mm. But this idealized self, uh, I mean, this pride tries not tries to disquiet, to make the mm. real self quiet. Are there like other tools you can use or like are there... Um modes of thinking that you can inhabit that allow you to kind of uh, find the like idealized self without the the bullshit getting in the way like is there does she kind of set forth like if you want to like have pride be sort of less a, a part of your life or have shyness be less a part of your life like are there ways that you can live towards i like actualizing your ideal i guess like uh but there's a the ideal is what you should not be mm. because that is the image that you have created but mm. it's not you so okay. that is like the one you wish you were uh-huh. oh man you're like oh man i wish i was driving a lamborghini because then <laughs> everybody would accept me if that makes right right yeah so that's like the ideal self that people uh, try to be okay that's what distracts them ah i see yeah. okay so, like a relatively normal person their real self is also like strong so it's kind of pushing the neurotic peop- things away <laughs> but then like uh People who are considered neurotics, then the neurotic side is their ideal self is much more in the picture than their real self. So everybody has like a different ratio according mm. to how your life has turned out. Wow. So you need to like fine tune yourself out by finding out these issues and then uh, working on them. Because I feel like mm. a, just knowing in the first place yeah. is already half the battle. So like you're already like 50% of the way. Cause now if you know that, right. Or oh, I expect other people to always uh-huh. be there for me or like, uh, let me say if I'm feeling lonely, then this one was, this is one which I like, I had for me personally, which I found out. I was like, if I'm like feeling, if I ever felt lonely, then my friend should reach out to me. Uh. But I'm like, that's actually not true. Yeah. No one is supposed to fucking, there's no, no, uh, yeah, there's no promise. I should be the one to reach out to them. So right. nowadays, I'm like, I'm the one who's like, hey, man, do you want to hang out? Ah. Instead of waiting for them to be like, yo, do you want to hang out? If that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. those are just like small problems, which you once you figure them out, you start to like change your life for the better. Wow. Then, for example, if then you never feel like lonely, then you're never in that sad state. And then now your time is just used for better things. Interesting. Okay. This is another question. Like, do you think then, because in my head, I've always kind of like, I can almost like, the times of my life where I'm feeling bad in, in any way, like negative emotion, like, is the goal to like, 
like what is the goal regarding negative emotion because i feel like a negative emotion we have to we almost need to feel it yeah right that is true so like but i guess what you're kind of saying is like step in before like feel the emotion like accept it but then step in before it it goes out of control or or like step in before it starts to drive your actions or like because then you can get so um like you can get that deeply rooted in your head right like like my friends should be reach reaching out to me like why don't they care about me like they're terrible people and then you just go on this and then you don't trust anyone yeah so i see i see like you're saying like but like we there is a role to the negative emotions like yeah we, we should be feeling those those things those ones you must yeah go through them right yeah but it's not not all of them are valid negative mm. so that one let me say that one you created it but let me say if uh uh i mean epictetus said that it's not events that disturb people but their how but their interpretation of the events mm. right right because like let me say let me say there were two guys and then they were stuck in the traffic jam and then one guy was like they asked there was a news reporter and then they asked the first person so yeah man how does this because tr- it was like a tsunami in that country so like how is this traffic jam affecting your life He's like man everything is bad mm. i'm late for work i can't do anything then they asked the guy in the next guy and the guy was like man this is great <laughs> i'm listening to a podcast <laughs> <laughs> I am my boss knows I'm going to be late, so there's no stress. I communicated to them because mm. I mean it's a tsunami, right? So yeah, bad emotions I feel like are guides to our life. Mm. So they tell you whenever I feel a bad emotion, I literally, I know this sounds really bad, but I'm excited. I'm like, okay, now there is something wow. which I'm probably not thinking correctly. Wow! If you get what I'm saying, so I literally go journal it out and try to see what what me what made me come to that conclusion so it's a it's a it's a guy that something is not working in your life mm. so they're really useful to help you like channel like uh like channel yourself into like a much better life because wow. i don't know like i know you've not thought about this maybe maybe you've never thought about this mm. but i'm very sure that there's something which stressed you out as a younger person mm. but then right now they don't stress you out right so yeah. that's just an example of you mm. like changing your point of view because yeah. if it was really bad then everybody in the world would be sad about it right but <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah dude like i uh yeah i've been through phases in my life too and uh like try i do try to bring uh, like awareness to myself when i can um and yeah went through some things and then i noticed that like because this like ha- like negative thing happened to me my immediately my outlook on everything i was so i was like way more able to pick out problems with my life or just focus on literally anything that was bad or going not going my way and then i've been in really positive and like like uh you know like on the path of where i want to go with my life and all i can think of is the like the good things all i can think of is the shit that i'm thankful for but it's so weird because it's like like as soon as something happens that just pushes you over to that negative side 
it's almost like that positive side doesn't even exist anymore right it's like yeah. you can kind of like inch your way back by like thinking and being grateful and you know slowly and then one day you'll just wake up on the positive side but it, it's so strange how when you can you can literally forget uh, all that positivity exists you know like yeah. it's a trick you know your brain <laughs> plays a trick on you yeah i mean it, it is it is very hard but i think the best way i feel like people repress or they try to escape from it mm. but the best way is to to feel it mm. fully feel it mm. right uh i know this sounds really funny but i remember like i had like let me say i was heartbroken like mm-hmm. so many months ago right i don't remember how many months ago because mm-hmm. i'm not counting anymore <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah i think maybe like last year but uh, I remember I was like really sad. But then at that point, I already knew this stuff. So I was like, okay, I just have to wait it out. Mm. I'm like, I'm sad. So maybe I probably don't feel like saying hi. So that's okay. Mm. Uh, then I'm, But I used to write in my journal. I used to write, oh, I'm sad now. And I'm just going to wait it out and just do things a sad person mm. would do. Right? Mm. Just waiting the emotion to leave. Mm. But I'm sure I will be happy soon. Mm. Or I'll be like in that good place soon. Yeah. Then I I just wrote this so that I could look at it later and then be like, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I can read it now and I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I knew I was going to get out. Yeah. But also, it's very hard if you're in that state yeah. to know that you're getting out. So yeah. you could be like trapped. But I think your friends normally help you out mm-hmm. or just. I don't know, like, mm-hmm. just feel it and just, you know, yeah. go the whole ride. I yeah. mean, that's what I do. Yeah, I, I I, couldn't, definitely couldn't have done it without, like, friends around me or people I know. Um, and, yeah, there's also something to be said for, for me, like, a lot of, like, who I am is, like, my, like, physical identity, like, my, like, not physical identity, like, my physical ability. Like my, oh. my ex- exercising and like knowing Rock about foot. exercise. <laughs> 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 yes, sir. Yeah. You, yeah. Um, and having that be like a constant through my life, like whether I'm in a ter- bad, bad place or in a really good place or just in between, that's the consistency. So I think having that as just a habit that I'd preformed which is, it was hard to do, but now I feel like I, I don't know what I would be without exercise. Really? Was it hard for you? Because it looks like it's a hobby for you. It's something that I, like, like I think so many things had to line up for it to be a hobby. Now it is a hobby. Like, I, I love it. I enjoy it. It's, like, my job, and I, yeah, I take pride in it, and, like, I, yeah, feel like I'm on the path to something. Um but it didn't always used to be like I, you know, as a kid, like, I, I hated the gym, actually. Like, I always wanted to just like, like, why do we have to work out in the gym to prepare for the season? Why can't we just like play football? You know, why? like, why do I, I always wanted to do the sport. I didn't want to train like, um, and I think it's something that, yeah, my coming to UBC and doing kinesiology definitely obviously shaped. Um, but it's, yeah, it was something that I definitely like had to push myself to accept you know and like i think you said like you said like i did have some preformed notion or thing where i like i liked sport and i liked met like kind of medicine or health science 
um, even when I was like 15, 16. But I think a lot of things had to happen for me to like get to where I am, where I have this habit now. But, and it's, it's interesting because like exercise is something that a lot of people hate doing, right? They have such a negative connotation with it. They're just like, oh, just exercise just makes me feel bad and I get sweaty and out of breath and my fucking leg hurts. And it's like, I, I don't know what it was. I guess it was just like having sports and stuff where I associated all like the negative effects of like feeling, you know, out of energy with like the good feelings of teamwork and like camaraderie or like winning, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But I, I found like that was, that was something that really like helped me get back to the place where like, I didn't even, I didn't have to rationalize. I just kind of put my faith in the fact that like, if I just went outside for 30 minutes, doesn't really matter what I did, whether I walked or did a handstand or ran or whatever, like slowly I would get myself back. Kind of like what you were saying, writing in your journal and knowing like, this isn't going to last forever. Like this feeling is, all feelings are temp so temporary, right? Like, yeah, they uh, come and go. They come and go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you meditate at all, Valentine? Uh, it's something which I'm trying to get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard it, habit it to is start. Hard. Yeah. Very hard. I go in such phases with it. Like I do really well for like, you know, two or three weeks and then something happens and I get completely sidetracked and Yeah um just have you have you tried it before though or have you read about it or uh i feel like when i journal i feel like it's meditation Mm. but when i tried the one where you close your eyes and think about nothing (laughs) (laughs) i just woke up three hours later (laughs) (laughs) every time i'm like you just take a nap (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if that's the the call it the neurotic pride just pushing me <laughs> off <laughs> oh i don't know but i find it hard so i i write so that i mm. keep my hands active mm. yeah cool that's awesome i mean did have you been trying to do it again um yeah like again i go i go in such phases with it it's it's strange because i do it i only do it when i feel like i need it and i don't think that's how it works like you're supposed to do it regardless of whether you feel like you need it or not um but I just do like a really basic like 10 minute um, just focusing on my breath in and out just and then every time it's just like the classic uh, I think transcendental meditation every time you notice a thought or a feeling or your brain trying to distract yourself you just go back to your breath or you go back to like how it feels to sit or the room or something like that like the sensation so you're in the present right 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 that's ideally what you are (laughs) (laughs) i like uh, it when you said ideally (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny the should yeah i know (laughs) yeah it's going back to that valentine that's such a powerful uh piece of information i think because we're we're setting up ideals for ourselves expectations for ourselves all the time like our brain just does it, you know, like it's yeah, innate almost. It's just like, I mean, yeah. I mean, you set them up because you feel like if I let go, then I won't be that ideal self. Mm. So I guess they're scared of losing themselves. But then the woman said that only by losing yourself can you find your real self. 
Wow. So it's a tricky part. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. tricky. That's tricky. Yeah, because I also was reading like the same something similar. It said that there was this guy. It's a variation story. Mm-hmm. So he fell down. So he was climbing a tree, but it was really dark, right? Mm. Then he fell down the tree. Then he held on to like the branch, and then he was really tired. He was like, "Man, if I let go, I'm going to fall down." But then, when he got so tired and his hands couldn't hold anymore, he let go of the branch. Then he just fell down only three inches. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Wow. I read it. I was like, "Wow, this is so wow. powerful." Wow. But I actually wanted to also ask you uh, about the exercise because mm-hmm. I feel like for me, naturally, I've, I don't know when I started, but also when I was young, I never used to do exercise. Hmm. But for some reason, I just began, which I don't remember. I think I wanted to be cool. But then <laughs> or I look hot. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I was in a single sex school in my country. and Oh, wow. Yeah. You also like. There was nothing like being homosexual. Mm-hmm. So yeah, looking hot was never like something I ever thought <laughs> of. <laughs> if you get what I'm saying, just doing it so that I could be able to go for the sports trips. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I wanted to know, like, how does it make you feel? Like, nowadays, is it something which you put in your calendar that you have to do? Or is it something which you, like, you always just jump at doing? Because there's those activities which you, like, can't wait to do, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. I um I think it I started out as it was just a discipline thing where I was like I have to I have to work out four days a week like I it's in my calendar it's Monday today's chest day and like that was when I first kind of got into like strength and conditioning and stuff and that's evolved a lot um By I the think way, I just want to stop it I mean like I used to watch you do all of this. <laughs> I mean, like, all those years when I see you in the law library, I used to, I remember I used to watch <laughs> you do all this stuff. Anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> um, and, yeah, now I feel, like, more and more it's it's sort of become this, like, more of, like, it sounds, like, so, like, but it's become a lifestyle. Like, I hate that. I hate saying that, but, like, I just feel like I have, like, not that I have to, maybe, but, like, I will move like I I feel it in my core being like I'm not I'm not again maybe this is you can again relate everything I'm saying back to like the ideal because I definitely do have an ideal self and like this expectation of who I want to be that's not necessarily real oh wait uh like we're just one thing is mm-hmm. it the first time when people find out about this ideal self mm-hmm they'll always there's also a confusion between having also just having just pure constructive forces ah. so it's kind of a, it's 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 so hard to just to get like, in one sitting or to like mm, pull out right right yeah but yeah it's i don't i'll think, read your book i'll have to yeah, read your book yeah it's it's like it's a really huge thing okay. and i don't think i'm perfect i'm going to read that book like maybe four more times <laughs> but yeah uh i mean sometimes just purely mm. constructive forces so don't think that everything everything okay. good I'm doing is I is like is the my ideal. ego. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um well now yeah, now it's just like I want to I know that exercise makes me feel good and makes me a better person to be around and maybe that's the constructive force coming out in like I want everyone to feel 
like good or better or like go into a conversation feeling like open and i think exercise for whatever reason just allows me to put my bullshit away and because it's hard and it, it like forces you to be present right like in whatever you're doing whether it's a sport or just lifting weights or calisthenics you're gonna reach a point where you feel like physically just absorbed by something you know like the last rep of a pull-up or you know whatever it is you're really good at those calisthenics well i don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's true it's just i mean i just wanted to say that uh i mean i'm happy that I'm, I always feel inspired that you do it, Aww. honestly. Because some people <laughs> like, because <laughs> I also like exercise a lot, mm-hmm. and then some some people are like, "Oh, it's just genetics." But I'm like, "Man, I actually exercise eight hours a week, so that's <laughs> that's a lot." So, that is a lot. Yeah, I just like the fact that you, for you, it was literally something you hated, mm-hmm. and then now it's a habit that. Yeah. like just makes your life better and yeah without it right now you don't even know what would feel that place right yeah i i honestly don't know yeah <laughs> that's why i like i have these weird like fantasies or not fantasies but like you know like when you're laying down and you're just about to go to sleep and your head is kind of like just like whirring and spinning and like what if this would happen oh like what if this happens or you're running back the day's events or i have this like Maybe it's morbid, but I like this thought of like, wow, like what would happen if for like, you know, whatever reason, like I lose my ability to walk or I lose an arm or I lose like, you know, I lose that which I tied myself to almost. Oh. And I like, I wonder what it would do to me. Like, I'm sure I would find my way out. But I guess I would just focus on the shit that I can do, right? Like I, I had a few um, experiences with people, like whether they were like people who the public speaking come to my house, uh, my house, my school. <clears throat> um, like there was this guy who was in a he was in a drunk driving accident. Like his friends were drunk driving, and he was in the passenger seat, and they crashed, and he ended up paralyzed. And he was like a huge basketball player before this and then took this like kind of like deep dark emotional spiral and then but came out on the other side and now he's uh i think he's in like the hall of fame for wheelchair basketball that's amazing so it's like it's yeah that like those kind of stories like i hope i could be as strong as that guy is what i mean like i hope that that drive whatever it is in me like like, cause you, you have to, you'd have to be like, woe is me. Like, why didn't I just not drink that night? Why didn't I just not get in the car with that guy? You would just like replay it over and over and over and over again. But in order to continue living, right, you'd have to just put it behind you and look forward. And Yeah, that but, is very true. It's it, a very, yeah. yeah, I also thought about it some time back. It's very hard. Mm. But I feel like you're always worried about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I read somewhere that I was reading this book called Stumbling on Happiness as well. It's not like a must read, but just some good points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it says that the brain has also like a, your mind has a natural defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. So you might be worried, but if you ever see any bad things that happen in your life, 
your mind is also like an act as a shop absorber it doesn't mm. stress you as much as it sh- as it should because over time you start adapting to it you're, right. you're like your brain starts getting used to it and then you start to feel better because uh emotions are like they're like a sine wave let me say mm. right and then there is a normal and that normal keeps changing so you may th- mm. so so as long as you the person because like there is you mm-hmm. so anywhere you're put you would just have the same emotion because it would just be you. So mm. if I threw you like to become the richest man in the world, after some time, you would just feel like some again. Right. Then if I also threw you into like the poorest village again, I know you may be like, no, don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not like the best, but then also you would still find a new normal, normal. there. Wow. That's why you may look at some people and you're like, this guy should be sad. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but they have they have found their normal. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And what are they going to do? Should they be sad the whole year because they're not Bill Gates? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Like I. Yeah. What what el- what are you gonna do? Are you gonna just wallow in self pity? Right. Like, that's the options. Either wallow in self pity and live in like, I c- I should have done this or I can't believe this happened. Or you can accept what's going on and move, right? Just keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're healthy, you'll go through the grief then. It's not like the first day you get like amputated, you're going to all of a sudden be happy. Right. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> I can do wheelchair basketball now. Yeah. You'd, you'd have to go through that week or yeah, the, months or year of Yeah. Like, and that's okay. Yeah. So yeah. Just yeah. know that you'll be fine mm. so yeah everybody like gets different tests in their life right yeah yeah totally so, yeah, and most of the ones that you don't even think of that you're gonna be your tests are the ones that yeah. are going to come and some people also like never get tested yeah so that so those some people like live their lives perfectly like no stress and stuff yeah so I, yeah i think about that dude like when the unexpected happens in my life um I'm always like, well, everybody has this shit happen to them. But then I'm like, wait, actually, if you think about it, probability wise, there's actually maybe a couple of people where like nothing has yeah. <laughs> happened to them. And I'm like, wow, I wonder like how different your life would be. I mean, I mean, if like, because uh, let me say you like you're an exploratory person, you keep trying new things. Mm. So, of course, you're going to fail much more than the average person. Right. So, yeah, if like, if, mm. uh, if if I never play soccer like my whole life, then of course I'll never miss a penalty and then I will never <laughs> have to feel sad. But right. then also I will probably never score a free kick. Yeah. So yeah. Huh. So that's just how it goes. That is. So how since it goes. you try a lot of things, then you are going to fail, but at the same time huh. the wins you're going to get are gonna out mm. out like compete the right. the losses. Because the losses that's just make cool. it better. So, I yeah. never thought about that. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I think about it like that. Because, I mean, I, I don't know if... I just come to the conclusion this year that I've comput- like I've put my life into compartments. And I'm like, okay, now since I'm a human, I have duties to do as a human. So let me say, I have my health. Mm-hmm. I should be... So if I'm going to be a human, then I have to be physically and mentally healthy so i have to do things that will mm. keep me physically so these are duties that i do every day so i journal because i know this is good for me mm. like for me my journaling is only like 
let me say five minutes or three minutes. Mm-hmm. So I just write down like short events. I'm not emotional, so I'll just be like, oh, met some at Fanatis' house. <laughs> While some people write paragraphs about that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, then I write down like three things which I'm grateful about, and that starts off my day. Nice. Then I also have, like physical health, like you go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So that's just one part of it. Then there is relationships. So I was, this goes back to what is life. Then there is relationships. You have your friends, just any kind of relationships. Then you make sure that those ones are also in good shape. So just, you know, that if I don't hang out with people, because humans are not meant to be alone for a long time, mm-hmm. then I'm going to feel lonely. That will just bring down my whole life. Right. And then I also need to have good relationships. So make sure your, your relationships are like in check. Mm. If you don't have good relationships, then go out and make new friends. Mm. Also me, I like making new friends, even if I may have good friends already. Yeah. Uh, then the other parts like finance, make sure your finances are in check. Mm-hmm. So I, f- I feel like these are just these that I have to do as a human, but I don't feel sad about them because I'm like, this is this is living. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I must be in the present and I want that present to be the best it can be. Huh. So I have to do these things every day so that the present can be the best. Because wow. now if I don't like, let me say, budget my money, then I'm broke, then that's going to impact my relationships. Maybe I won't have time to go hang out with them. Mm. I won't be happy enough to hang out with them. That might impact my mental health. Or your mental health could impact your finances. and your. So they're all like interconnected. Right, right, right. There's also like your purpose. So I'm sure when you do a podcast, uh, when you do like your physio stuff, Mm. there is that feeling of happiness Mm, you get. mm. And if those parts of your life are ever stuck, then you're not as happy. Yeah. So you also you have to make sure that there's something in your purpose that you're always working towards. Mm. So yeah, I compartmentalize my life into like I think five areas, hmm. and I know like every day I must do things, which like just because I'm living right. So yeah, I yeah. mean my duty is to be a is complete my purpose as a human, but to complete that purpose best. I should have a strong mind and a healthy mind. Mm. I should have a strong body. So I will. Strong mind, so keep it in check. I personally use philosophy. Everybody has their own different stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my body, I should keep it healthy. Mm-hmm. I should exercise. I mean, for me, exercise is a hobby, so mm-hmm. that shit is very easy to, yeah, yeah. to do. I should have like great relationships because what's my purpose for? It's also to make the world better. Mm. But also, these relationships make me better. Mm-hmm. Then also, like there is society. But I'm not gonna be like angry about how the society is or like start loathing so i'll just do the thing that i'm supposed to do in the society like uh let me like let me say work uh make sure i have like good finances because that's just what drives society to this money which i pay other people are going to use it for this they may maybe use it to pay their tuition Mm -hmm. so things like that so i just feel like uh i mean that's personally what i call living Mm. now because now i know everything that's going on in my life i'm doing my purpose i'm keeping all my compartments in check wow and i should make sh- i should also make sure i'm having fun because i mean why shouldn't i have fun mm. right so right. i also like make sure i look for fun activities to do i know it sounds funny but i literally go to google and look for fun <laughs> activities <laughs> and i look oh that's actually pretty cool <laughs> like i want to go skydiving now yeah. i don't like sometimes they all come together because you Ideally, you want all of them to come together. Mm, right. So, yeah, I mean, personally, that's what I call, like, 
living. That's awesome. That's so wow. You're a cool guy, Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> you got Yeah, that's so fucking cool, man. Like I um have you heard of are you like sort of like you've obviously like kind of filtered or you read a ton and you've gained a ton of insight from people or the things that you've experienced um so but it, that drive to be like like you you call it like your like the duties right the duty to be i feel like duties may sound like a bad word right because for me nowadays i do them without even thinking. thinking about it yeah but like it's sort of coming from this place you can correct me if i'm if i'm wrong but is it coming from this place where like if we all did these things like if we all felt this like duty this sense of duty like society or humans as a whole would be like generally better like we would be like yeah. our constructive forces would be much more kind of cohesive or yeah that yeah. is true i yeah. mean if everybody did everything that they're supposed to do mm-hmm. then i mean would we like much farther than we have ever been i'm yeah. sure there's times when you've not done what you're supposed to do mm. right mm. so yeah i feel like that also comes back from the neurosis part mm. so make sure you have like a healthy mind because now if you let me say if you procrastinate like let me say for months and then you don't make a podcast and mm-hmm. i mean no one is going to listen to it and then maybe their lives would have been changed mm. so yeah so that's what i was talking about if we hold ourselves back then we're not holding ourselves back. We're just holding humanity back as in a general wow. way. Huh. But it's hard to think about these things every day, even for me. But sometimes I just, when you sit back, like you, let me say, when you meditate, or when you're doing exercise, because mm-hmm. when you're doing exercise, you're doing it alone, so you get time to think meditate, as well. Meditate, yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. And if you have also like any insights, just let me know. It's, I don't know why, but this year I've started to come to the solutions. Before <laughs> I was like just searching. But now it's like for some reason I must must be the mushrooms. That help. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that probably is what helps. I uh, that's I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. No, I'm dude, you're um it's something where like we're always going to be continuously evolving, right? Like I think you you're uh, you have come across some pretty solid um like solutions or you you have come across like a pretty solid uh life ethic you know like yeah by the way they also may not be right right because they keep changing right yeah no absolutely that's yeah Yeah. that's sort of what i where i was going it's like you yeah we're gonna you're gonna realize along the way that maybe like some of this all of the what you've said is i think like valuable but yeah like you said you might come across who knows what happens in life you might read here hear this one day when you're you know like 50 years old you're like what on earth <laughs> was i talking about which is like i i i feel that all the time because like because i have so much um i don't know i've not i mean not a ton of episodes but i think i've like 35 30 episodes of that is a ton of episodes and it's just but it's just me i mean there's 6 billion people on earth i don't <laughs> i don't think they all have episodes <laughs> Yeah, but it's weird because it's like I started this when I was in like third year or something like that. Maybe even second year I recorded some stuff. And then in that moment, I'm like, oh, this is profound or this is like what I'm feeling or this is what I'm thinking. And even now, like 
two years later, I go back and listen. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> was I talking about? Um, but I think it's like it's 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 going to be a really interesting like experiment almost, uh, and it's it's something that we couldn't ever really do before. Like unless you were like before, unless you had like some kind of crazy connection to like a radio show or um, whatever it was, you didn't even have the technology to record yourself. You didn't have the no ability to do this exists like ten no. even twenty years ago, thirty years ago. So. Um, yeah, I, I like to think to that a lot, and that's kind of what pushes me out of that like procrastination state. Is like, like what what am I really doing this for? And then, like, who, yeah, wh- what do I want to to get out of it? Almost, and it's like not focusing on the like the should. It's just what's what I'm focusing on is what I get out of it. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. By the way, I like that you do this podcast. They always inspire me. Oh. Not to do a podcast, but to do my own thing. Valentine, I think you like definitely should get this out there. Like you should, uh, you were talking about like starting a YouTube channel or I, I say fucking go for it, man. You got a lot to, to yeah. share with the world yeah. for sure. And you got an open invitation <laughs> here, dude. Anytime you want to come back, you really? blew my mind a couple of times. So Thank fuck so yeah, much. man. <laughs> I was actually hammered when you reached out to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no way, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> no, it's really good. I feel like it changes to when you don't even have to. Because procrastination, I mean, I'm not sure if this is like very correct, but this is what I'm thinking. Mm. I feel like healthy would be when you do the podcast mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, I really want to do this. Yeah. It's not like. Oh, I should do the podcast. Yes, exactly. Yeah, That's where like, like, oh man, I really want to do the podcast and get this out there. Not, yeah. Oh man, I should do the podcast. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. That's where I'm like, because sometimes it has been, usually it, it's been easy to just get excited about it, right? Like I was excited to talk to you about what we, we've kind of already touched on or like, but it's kind of difficult sometimes to like keep that inspiration going, you know, like very hard yeah it's it's difficult but that's why i think it's so important to be exposing yourself to new things to be constantly with that growth mindset like i try to i try to inhabit that as much as i can and obviously like i get sidetracked and stuck and and um but like trying to keep that channel open is is what i strive that's kind of what i'm striving to do yeah Yeah. i mean like the inspiration i mean like I guess you won't be like as inspired every time, mm-hmm. but if it's something which you're driven to do, like mm-hmm. let me say you may be having a bad day, mm. but then you're like, oh, it would be good if I like did the podcast. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Uh, there's something called, which I've been trying for a long time now, uh, okay, not for like one year, mm-hmm. but it's called Atomic Habits. Okay. So basically Atomic Habits is uh, just do small things every day, Mm. And then over the long run, they will add up to huge things. Like, let me say you go to the gym, mm-hmm. right? And let me say you go you go to, you do calisthenics mm-hmm. four times a week, you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But remember, every time of those four times a week, if you did, uh, let me say, just only 10 push-ups, mm-hmm. right? So you'd have 40 push-ups right. a week. Right. But then in the whole year, 
you'd mm. have 40 times 50 right. push-ups which is like 2000 push-ups yeah. which is a lot that's a lot of push-ups yeah so if you just let me say only like so me let me say i read like only let me say 30 pages a day mm-hmm. which is very small actually People are like, oh man, you read a lot better. I'm like, I'm dude, I only read 30 pages a day. <laughs> but then, like, in a whole year, that's 30 times over, let me say, times 400, which is like 12,000. Yeah. So, those crazy. are a lot of that's pages a, to read. That's a lot of pages, dude. But if you just think about it, just think about today. Mm-hmm. So, this, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, you do a great job of it already. Mm-hmm. Not everything can you do today, but like, just, just look at like the small things today. Don't, break things Stress up out. Yeah. yeah just do five push-ups today if you do five push-ups every day yeah that's a win yeah that's a you're, huge win you're pretty much fit <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> absolutely yeah that's how i mean that's that's what i've been like doing because then i guess if you're if you're not even having the greatest day there is no reason for you not to do five push-ups right so you just set very small habits which are so easy that they look even funny yeah but yeah. over the long run it's like up. a huge win. Because yeah. if you just said to read like only two pages a day, it sounds like a joke. But at the end of the year, you've still like read like 700 pages, which yeah. is a lot of pages. No, 100%, <laughs> dude. That's uh, that's a powerful. And again, that's kind of like you have to you have to create a habit to do that, right? Because yeah, that in, it doesn't really give you that much immediate satisfaction to read two pages a day, right? But if you were able to then like look that and that long term thing, be like, well, I could finish like a seven hundred page book by the end of whatever, like yeah, the year, and like that's cr- that's huge. That's like that's a massive, very huge. yeah. But it's it's so strange because we're so wired for that like immediate feeling. Feeling, it's so difficult to do. You know, it's so difficult to. Yeah, it's so hard to just. Yeah. 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 Which yeah, because yeah. I was thinking that if you like, if you do calisthenics, let me say you do 10 pull-ups a day, because mm-hmm. it's not just, you're not only going to do 10 every day. Right. Because let me say, if you started in January, then probably by Feb, your normal could be 20 now. Mm-hmm. Then right. let me say July, you could just do like 30 with no stop. So mm. it's actually not just like a flat curve. It just, it's yeah. exp- you get exponentially better. Right, right. Like nowadays I read way faster than I was at the beginning. Mm. And also like now that I have no more knowledge, it starts to like compound. Yes. Like the way you get stronger, now you like you can do like way much more like calisthenics than you could the first time. Right, right, right. So you just become like exponentially just fitter. Yeah. So that's so that's how the atomic habits work. So you cool. just find your new smallest normal. Mm. Now, like for me, making one hour podcast, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> but if I just set it out with five minutes, mm-hmm. yeah, then I would be getting better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I run into that a lot. It's like <coughs> I have, again, that this expectation of like this thing I want to make. Like, oh, my podcasts are usually like an hour and a half and we have this segment and we do this and that. Um, but it's like, well, if I just sit down and rant for like 15 minutes, like still that's great it's still a podcast <laughs> yeah which is what i love about yeah. this shit it's like it's anything you want it to be that's good yeah um yeah well tell me if you do create that youtube channel and i'll like put it everywhere <laughs> i can because i'll no. be definitely be subscribing for sure yeah um thank you so much for sitting down with me dude this has been like 
Oh, this was great. Everything. I don't even know what time it is. That's how, <laughs> bad, that's how bad it is. Yeah, dude. Like this has been. No, I learned so much, and um, I, I usually end with the same way every time. Uh, you've given a lot, so. But I, I usually, um, if you want to end with just like a quote or a phrase or just a feeling, just for the for the listeners, some lost little tidbit. Um, I'll give you just whatever, how much time you want to talk, but yeah, finish it off with kind of your salutation. And oh, uh, I mean, my salutation for anyone I feel like would be live their best lives. They should have fun because I feel like when you hear lots about like self help, you're like, dang, I should spend my whole time in the gym. I should be reading every time. But I mean, going back to Atomic Habits, if you just did five push ups, read two pages, you literally have. 23 hours to do whatever you want <laughs> but you're still getting better if that makes sense yeah yeah so i mean live your life enjoy the present uh and always like do things today because i feel like most people are always getting ready to live but they're not living mm. that's what i was talking about so this is living because most people are like getting ready all the time but they're not actually living but then we're dying every day yeah because uh, my favorite philosopher says that it's not the last drop that empties the jug, but all the other drops that oh. flowed out. <laughs> that deep. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I so love it. So you say that when you die, people think like, oh shit, I'm dead. But then like, it's n- you've been dying every wow. day. So every day leads up to that day. So just, That's awesome. you know, yeah. So live your life and just do your best. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> All right, till next time. Big questions, no answers. See these questions I got on my mind. I'm asking them all the time, time. Like traveling through the universe, I'm scrambling. These black holes, how does time flow? If I dropped in one, where would I go when I come out? A hundred years old, big questions, no answers though. What happens when we dream? Is this world all it seems? I think that to a man, do I need a plan? All these questions.